0: Draft Report. Set your EDR to record now.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. This is your daily draft report, daily dose of prospect information for the NFL draft brought to you by Campus 2 Canton. Today's, I'm so excited to bring on a defensive player. This will be our first defensive player of many, but this is a guy I'd love to talk about. Prospect is Ahmad Sauce Gardner, the cornerback from Cincinnati, junior, six foot two, one hundred and eighty-five pounds. But I've seen reports of him closer to two hundred, so I think well, he does look probably a little closer to two hundred. So, and my guest on to talk about Sauce is Shane Gravy Hallam. I don't know if Gravy works for you, but from Ohio State University. I'm not going to call it the Ohio State Shane. Sorry, oh, not, I'm not going to do it, man. I refuse.
0: How you doing, <laughs> How you doing Shane? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to talk to you, Dwight. I mean, I love eating gravy, so I think I think that's a fine nickname for me, uh, you know, for Thanksgiving and Christmas are any indication.
1: Yeah, I have consumed a lot of gravy in the last month, So, <laughs> yeah, which is funny because I know all year until now, so yeah, that's it like most Americans. All right. <laughs> a quick recruiting profile on Mr. Gardner. He was a three-star out of Detroit, Michigan. Martin Luther King, not very highly recruited, um, didn't get many offers, and he ended up in Cincinnati, and since he's been in Cincinnati, I mean, the kid's have been just a straight baller. Uh, you love to see the defensive stats, you know, right around 30, 40 tackles each season, three interceptions every year, including this freshman year, he actually had two return for a touchdown, which is kind of impressive. Um, but the kid's just, I mean, he's just one of the shutdown corners, one of the few that are in college football. He did win the twenty twenty one AAC Defensive Player of the Year, and he was also an All American in the final for the uh, Thorpe Jim Thorpe Award, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. I had I didn't have it wrote down, so we're gonna that's it. The accolades we're gonna dive right into this guy. All right, Shane, what traits and
0: attributes does Sauce possess that you think will make him successful in the NFL, man? I think the number one thing, and and why he's so highly rated is it's rare to see him get beat, like he is always in a good position to make a play on the ball. You know, even when guys are bigger than him, faster than him, uh, more physical or more athletic than him, I have not seen in his three years, Sauce Gardner get beat. He's never given up a touchdown catch in all three years that he's played college football. I thought I read that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, the the playoff game against Alabama, I was waiting, right? Like, okay, this this is (laughs) it. And I mean – Anytime they passed toward toward his side, you know, he was on John Mechie for most of the game. Um, you know, he was he was always in position. He, even when, you know, Mechie caught the ball, he was in position. So I think that's the key is, you know, he's a very sticky coverage, smart, uh, kind of fluid lower half player who, um, you know, closes pretty well. And you can tell, this is what I like about corners especially, is I think you can tell when they're film watchers. Not, not every position do I feel like I can tell that. But if you're able to anticipate the route that your receiver is going to run based on where they're lined up, based on the movement they make at the line of scrimmage after the snap. I mean, that seems to be what Gardner does every single play. Like he's, he's kind of guessing correctly. He knows what the guy's going to do. It's kind of the old Deion Sanders thing of like, you know, I know exactly what you're going to run before you run it. And that way he's always on them. Uh, Whether it's inside, outside, double move, like I, I can't recall this year seeing him bite, you know, on a double move or, you know, whiff on something. And to me, that's exceptional. That's something that's really hard with a cornerback prospect to um, you know, to watch. So, you know, he, he's big enough at 6'2". Uh, as you said, I think he's – I'm interested to see what he weighs in at. I think it's going to be in the 190s. He he's phys- can be physical to the line of scrimmage, a really good jam corner. Uh, one of the areas he improved this season was tackling – Especially, you know, setting the edge against running backs on screens. That was something he was really good with. The kind of closing, I thought his closing speed got better. So there's a lot of of areas where you just watch him and say, like, this is an NFL corner that can man cover up that you hope can be on an island um, and, you know, do what some of these top corners are doing. That's that's what he did in college football. So if he can do that in the NFL, I mean, that's that's a slam dunk, you know, high-end cornerback for your team. Right. You don't see
1: too many college corners play press as much as he does. You know, they're just not trusted. Even even the best ones don't are, are not asked to do press very often. You know, not as much as he is. And he's constantly in press, it felt like. And I, I love how aggressive he is, though. He's just, he's not afraid. He's got that that mentality that you want from your top cornerback. Like, he wants, you know, the Darrell Revis, the, the Dion. You know, he wants to be the man. and And, and he backs it up with his play, so... Uh, is there anything not to like about him? Like, is there anything you,
0: that worry you that might hurt him when he gets to the NFL? I think the, the number one big worry is time speed. I, I don't think he's going to run a grade 40 time or maybe have the best drills, you know, agility drills in general. Like, there was a reason he was a three-star recruit. He, he wasn't a super athlete, and he was playing at a low level of high school competition. Was really good at what he did, but when, he, when you're not a high-end athlete, I think in high school, he was, you know, a buck 65 or something. Um, You're small. And so that's kind of what the question was. He didn't get much faster. So that's, that's my big question. I think if he answers those questions at the combine, if he comes in and blows it up and I'm like, Whoa, I didn't expect that. Then I think we're talking high end cornerback. But when you have a player who wasn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily have the athletic traits to go up against, you know, a DK Metcalf or go up against, um, you know, some of these fast speed receivers, uh, Jalen Waddle, like line up on that. I think that that's a big question mark for him. So it's just about how uh, corners, one of those spots where there's a lot of NFL teams think, you, you know, you need the athletic traits. You, you know, you need that um, in most schemes. And as we see teams kind of move away from the old cover two, Tampa twos scheme, where I think, um, garner would be exceptional he'd be he could be a ronde barber type you know in that scheme teams aren't really running that anymore so now you need a guy who you've seen in, in man coverage play well in college he's playing in in the aec it's not the sec though he's done well when he's matched against better competition is he fast enough is he athletic enough i think that's kind of the big spot he's not he's also not a big play on the ball guy um, you know, he had three interceptions, Great. each of his three seasons, you talk about the freshman season, he returned two for touchdowns, you know, um, the next two seasons, uh, I don't think he like, he barely not returned much. interceptions at all, you know, you know if, if he even caught them. So, you know, you're not, I don't think you're going to get what what Von Diggs is doing in Dallas. You're not going to get this guy that's making interceptions, that's taking chances. That's never been his game. He wants you to just not throw to his side. Um, so I think that's a question mark, especially if, you know, if we talk if you talk IDP or talk fantasy football, like Sauce Gardner could end up being one of those corners that is really, could end up being really good in the NFL, but like not going to put up any stats for you at all. um, If if that's the case.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't think I like him as an IDP asset. He's not the best tackler. I mean, that's definitely not something he does, you know, super well. And I don't see him being that corner that's going to have, you know, 50 tackles, you know, or five interceptions, seven interceptions, you know, he's going to be a really good corner, but. Yeah, the, the, the things that I saw, are the same that you saw, the, the speed is one thing. You know, you, you don't see him, when he when he flips around sometimes, he seems like he loses a little bit, and then he doesn't, he's not going to have the speed to catch up to the really fast receivers in the NFL. So that's one, one of the things you got to worry about. I think uh, I read somewhere that they think if he times over a four or five, he's, you know, out of the first round. So, so speaking of projections, I'm going to go through, I like using NFL mock draftable to kind of see where everybody is kind of putting him. And most people have them right around the middle of the first round. Um, Philadelphia seems like a pretty good, like a pretty common one. The Saints, I've seen them go and mock as high as seven to New York. And that was by NBC Sports the other day on the 10th. So I like, I like watching to see where these people go, but a lot of them, a lot of them haven't gone, having not them going go to the Eagles in the middle from like 15, six, 15 or 16. I think the Eagles have a couple of them in there. So it makes a lot
0: of sense. So, um, I think it's fair. I think he could go a little bit lower. Um, like I said, I think the combine will be big. If he runs much faster than expected, then we can start talking, you know, top 12, probably 10 to 15 range. I think it's possible he goes 20 to 25. Um, right. Because I, I, I think a lot of teams won't have him on their boards, you know, and um, the Eagles probably are one that will, but I think there's some teams that the scheme's just going to not, there's not going to want to take them ultimately. I think every team
1: needs a corner, but you, I've, I've read a lot about Sauce lately. He just he seems to be some – I've seen him as high as, like, cornerback two, and I've seen him as low as, like, cornerback seven. So some people are just really timid on him. I don't think the NFL is going to be. A guy like him is always going to have a spot, and he's easily, you know, at least a first-round talent. So we'll see what he tests. So anything else to add about Sauce, man?
0: No, I think it's good. I, I have him as corner three right now uh, in my rankings uh, behind Derek Stingley and Andrew Booth yeah yeah it's just the athletic factor and i think if he proves that he'll probably move up to cornerback 2 for me if uh you know if he kind of matches the the relative athletic score that that i like to see for corners so um i'm intrigued this this, this is a big offseason for him i think to prove what Definitely. he's what he's got i like booth a lot
1: i i don't scout corners a whole lot so i like booth a lot though he seems like he has a dog in him so i kind of
0: like that so Shane, can you tell everybody what you're working on and where they can find you on Twitter? Absolutely. Uh, I work over at DraftCountdown.com. Uh, we relaunched that, the one of the longest-standing draft sites on the internet. And um, you can see my full rankings for 2022, 2023, and 2024 NFL drafts. I also have mock drafts for each. of a seven-round 2022, seven-round 2023, and a three-round 2024 mock draft. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Shane P. Hallam for all my other work. I do multiple podcasts, the Debbie Marketplace with Kane Fasel and uh, also do um, the Draft Campout podcast. So wherever you get your podcasts, look those two up. Yes,
1: very, very good ones. And and the work that you do, Shane, is way over my head, man. <laughs> the, the seven round drafts are. And if anybody's in a league with Shane, you know he does. His, he knows his stuff. He's in two of the deepest leagues I've ever seen in my life. You know, you know, drafting six, seven hundred players deep, college players. You know. Shane knows this stuff. If you have any questions, ask him anything. Shane's a good guy for all that. So, all right. You can find me on Twitter at FF people. You can find this podcast at, I just set it up today. So you think I'd remember it, but it's the daily draft R P R T or something. I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll tweet from it. It's yeah. I had to, they didn't have daily draft report open. So I had to kind of get a little clever. You can find us there. So anyways, we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Take care.